ஓம் ஸ்ரீ சாய்ராம் ஆஃப்ரிங் மோஸ்ட் ஹம்பிள் பிரணாம்ஸ் அட் த டிவைன் லோட்டஸ் ஃபீட் ஆஃப் அவர் எவர் ப்ரசன்ட் லாட் இன்வோக்கிங் பகவான்ஸ் பெனடிக்ஷன் ஃபார் டுடேஸ் ஸ்டாக் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் அவர் வெரி லவிங் சாய்ராம் டு ஆல் ஆஃப் யூ ஐ வில் சாண்ட் வி சேம் கஸ்டமரி பீஸ் சாண்ட் ஓம் சகனாவது சகனௌனக்து சக வீரியங்கரவாவஹை தேஜஸ்வினாவதீத்தமஸ்து மா வித்விஷாவஹை ஓம்ஷாந்திஷாந்திஷாந்தி ஹரி ஓம் தத்சீஸ்வராப்பணமஸ்து பிஃபோர் வி கோன் to today's topic we shall have a quick recap a simhavalokana of what we saw last week in this series titled introduction to vedanta vedanta parichaya what is the definition of vedanta vedanta nama upanishad pramana so it is the teachings of the upanishad and when we say vedasya anta it not just means that it is the end of the vedas but it is the culmination of the highest wisdom that is contained in the vedas and we also saw the promise of vedanta is atyantika dukha nivritti paramananda praptischa not just cessation of greatest kind of sorrow in our lives but we also attain supreme bliss through the study and practice of vedanta today i shall first explain the meanings of the word veda and upanishads veda as i briefly touched upon last week it arises from the root vid which means to know and there are four meanings for this word which are vid gnani vid labhe vid satayam and vid vicharini vid gnani as we saw is the knowledge which is of two kinds aparavidya and paravidya and upanishads are the only source of paravidya for us and next is vid labhe labha means attainment and this vedas help us to attain to the highest state of perfection then vid satayam satta means absolute existence or being this is same as the word sat in sat chit ananda and vedas or the source of realization of our true being that is the meaning of vid satayam then there is vid vicharine vichara means an inquiry a discussion or an analysis and vedanta encourages discussion on the knowledge that it teaches us and now we will see what is the meaning of the word upanishad there are several meanings explained the most common one is upa plus ni plus shat upa means near or close to ni means down or at a lower level and shat means to sit so the word upanishad literally means to sit down near or close to the guru and learn the scriptures but it is not just the physical proximity 
is what is meant by this word but most importantly it is the mental closeness to the guru it is the mental receptivity of the disciple to receive this knowledge from the guru a knee just doesn't mean down or at a lower level knee actually means a state of or an attitude of humility that the disciple must have an attitude of respect and reverence he must have to the guru to receive this highest knowledge that's why bhagwan in the introduction to upanishad vahini bhagwan says upanishad means upa is the process of the study with ni means nishtha or steadfastness shat means for the attainment of the highest goal of human life and bhagwan goes on to say the greatness of the upanishads is that it not only gives us the principles of atmavidya swami says it also gives us the prakriyas the methods and the means to attain to this highest knowledge there is another meaning for this word upanishad and this says the word upanishad has two parts upani and shat upani means coming together of coming together of what it can mean coming together of the jivatma with the paramatma it can also mean coming together of the teacher and the taught the guru and the disciple and when they come together the guru and the disciple what happens that is explained in the word shat the word shat means to destroy or terminate to destroy what to destroy ignorance how is this ignorance destroyed is it destroyed by just coming together of the guru and the disciple through communication no that is why shat also explains the ignorance is destroyed by destroying the chit jada granthi granthi in sanskrit means not jada means the matter in us that is the body mind ego complex the anatma and chit means chaitanya the consciousness the awareness the spirit entity of ours the knot between this matter and the spirit is destroyed when the teacher and the disciple come together and when the teacher imparts this knowledge to the disciple and that is where the merger of the jivatman with the paramatma happens these are some of the meanings of the word upanishad well how many upanishads are there there are 1180 upanishads 1180 but most of us are lost to humanity in course of time and what is remaining is only 108 upanishads and mukti upanishad gives this exhausting list of all the 108 upanishads and even in bhagwan's upanishad vahini bhagwan gives the names of all these upanishads in the introductory chapter but out of these 108 upanishads acharya shankara 
the proponent of Advaita Vedanta, he selected 10 main Upanishads to write commentaries on. And these are mainly studied and these are called as the 10 principal Upanishads. What are they? Yisha kenah kathah prashna munda mandu kyatitirihi aitariyancha chandogyam brahad aranyakam tatha. So these ten Upanishads are Isha Vasya Upanishad, Kenopanishad, Kathopanishad, Prashnopanishad, Mundakopanishad, Mandukya Upanishad, Taitiriya Upanishad, Aitiriya Upanishad, Chandogya Upanishad and then comes Brihadaranyaka Upanishad. In addition to these ten Upanishads, there are two more Upanishads which are also commonly studied and which are quite popular. They are Amrita Bindu Upanishad and Shvetashvatar Upanishad. See the commonly you know, quoted uh, verse from the Upanishads, Manah Yeva Manushyanam Karanam Bandha Mokshayu Mind alone is our captor or liberator is taken from Amrita Bindu Upanishad. And the famous quote, Shrinvantu Vishve Amritasya Putraha is from Shvetashvatar Upanishad. And these two are also very popular. The triple canon of Indian philosophy is known as Prasthanatraya. Prasthanatraya consists of the study of three texts, namely the Upanishads, which is the Shruti Pramana. Shruti means the Vedas. The Upanishads are derived from the Vedas. Then, the Smriti Pramana is the Bhagavad Gita. Then comes the Brahma Sutras, which is the Nyaya Pramana. These are the three texts which are studied under the traditional study of Prasthanatraya. See, it is a very difficult task to study and understand all these three texts of Prasthanatraya. But our greatest fortune is that, as Professor Kasturiji said, Bhagwan's every word is a mantra, every phrase is a sutra, every sentence a Gayatri, and every discourse is an Upanishad. So, before we study the scriptures, we must first thoroughly study Bhagwan's Upanishad Vahini, Bhagwan's Gita Vahini, and Sutra Vahini. See, who else other than the Creator can explain to us the toughest nuances of Vedanta in a simple way, a lucid way that we can all understand, remember and practice. And he explains all these through interesting chinakathas and parables and that is the beauty of Sai literature and we must regularly study Sai literature. And actually, the study of uh, regular study of Sai literature is one of the points in the nine-point code of conduct given by Bhagwan himself to us. Vedanta is studied not just through the study of Upanishads. Even through the study of Bhagavad Gita, what we study is Vedanta only. Why do we say this? As this Dhyana Shloka from the Gita goes, Sarvopanishado gavu 
दोग्धा गोपाल नंदनः पार्थो वत्स सुधेर भोक्ता दुग्धम गीतामृतम महत वॉट इज भगवदगीता भगवदगीता इज द मिल्क ऑफ द काउस कॉल्ड द उपनिषद्स एंड हू इज द काउहर्ड हू इज मिल्किंग इट इट इज नन अदर दैन द लॉर्ड गोपाल नंदना लॉर्ड कृष्णा एंड हू इज द प्राइमरी बेनिफिशरी द काफ द काफ इज अर्जुना एंड हू एल्स ड्रिंक्स इट ऑल ऑफ अस सुधीर भोक्ता सुधी मैन ऑफ प्योर इंटेलेक्ट ऑल ऑफ अस गेट टू एंजॉय दिस नेक्टराइन मिल्क ऑफ भगवदगीता विच इज द एसेंस ऑफ ऑल द उपनिषद्स पुट टुगेदर वी कैन स्टडी वेदांत थ्रू सर्टन इंट्रोडक्टरी टेक्स कॉल्ड प्रकरण ग्रंथस फॉर एग्जाम्पल आचार्य शंकरस तत्वबोध आत्मबोध विवेक चूडामणि अपरोक्षानुभूति एंड इवन सम अदर टेक्स लाइक वेदांत सारा और दृगदृश्य विवेक वी कैन अंडरटेक द स्टडी ऑफ वेदांत नाउ वी शिल कंटिन्यू अवर स्टडी ऑफ द फोर पुरुषार्थस एज वी सॉ लास्ट वीक थ्रू धर्म अर्थ काम पुरुषार्थस सिंस वी कैन पुट इन ओनली फाइनाइट एफर्ट्स वी गेट ओनली फाइनाइट आउटकम सो वॉट इज द वे आउट सी वेदांत सेस डोंट डिस्पेयर डोंट वरी देर इज वन मोर थिंग आई कैन ऑफर यू सी वेन वी गो टू अ टेक्सटाइल शॉप टू बाई अ क्लॉथ मेटीरियल टू स्टिच अ ड्रेस फॉर आवर सेल्स the salesman or the shop fellow rolls out meters and meters of cloth and shows it to us but we say do you have something more i don't like this can you show me something more and he keeps on showing us all that he has in his shop and when we say can you show me something which is better and you know more uh, nice looking than all these things the shopkeeper says see If you are really interested sir I will take you to the basement where I have some of the finest fabrics and I can show it to you See this is what Vedanta does to us when we realize that we have exhausted of all the means of dharma artha kama to get happiness and when we want something more which can give us everlasting happiness Vedanta says wait I have something more for you I will give you this moksha purushartha Moksha purushartha is different from other three purushartas because in dharma artha kama pursuits we are seeking fulfillment by chasing after or you know going after something which is outside of us say an object in the world or a relationship in the world whereas moksha purushartha vedanta says it is not seeking something which is outside of you it is an inner pursuit it is an inner journey because you are not seeking an object but what you have to realize is the subject itself see that is why in the story we saw 
last week the story of the missing 10th man it is only when the leader who is counting points to himself and not outside of him he realizes that he himself is the missing 10th man so moksha is talking about something which is inside us so it is basically a inner journey speaking to a group of institute teachers once swami said see this objective world which i have created for you i have not designed it to give you happiness then the teachers asked then swami how are we to get happiness swami said i have given another world to you the inner world and the inner search is what we need to understand or realize this moksha purushartha not an outward seeking to explain what moksha purushartha exactly is vedanta brings in a story there is a washerman a dobi who has got a donkey and every day he carries this pile of unwashed clothes on the back of the donkey and he goes to the river nearby and he ties this donkey with a strong rope to a tree so that the donkey doesn't run away when he is busy with his work one day he forgets to take his rope if the donkey is not tied it can run away and he thinks if the donkey runs away this is all i have this is my livelihood i will be in trouble so he doesn't know what to do he runs to the house of a wise man who is living close by the wise man says don't worry you just pretend that you are tying the donkey with the rope to the tree sir do you think this plan will work will the donkey not run away no after all it is a donkey which has no brains of its own it will stay there and go and do it so he does exactly as instructed by this wise man and he pretends that he is tying the donkey to the tree and then he starts his work and now and then he turns back to see whether the donkey is still there and to his amazement the donkey has not moved an inch and at the end of the day after he finishes the work he collects the dry clothes and makes it into a bundle and puts it on the donkey and says come on let's move and the donkey doesn't move then he again runs to this wise man sir what to do the donkey is not moving it is still like a statue where uh, it is the wise man says don't worry you now pretend that you are untying the donkey and he comes and does so and now the donkey starts moving vedanta says this is our predicament all the time what does this mean there is no one who is bound see our mind is likened to this donkey our mind is not bound or tied at all to this tree of samsara there is no rope to tie our mind to samsara but we all foolishly think 
that we are all the time in bondage to samsara we are tied or we are bound to this samsara and this is an illusion this is a delusion this is what vedanta says and bhagwan that's why says moksha is nothing but mohakshaya when the delusion that you are this limited embodied self of body and mind goes that moment you are instantly liberated so vedanta also says there is no one who is bound there is no real rope and there is nothing to be freed at all you are free all the time right now right here as you are without doing anything and this exactly what moksha purushartha is and this is actually the declaration of vedanta that is you are god you are divine tat tvam asi you are that highest principle which is ever free and vedanta also see, says when you are god everyone else is god so another declaration of vedanta is the oneness of existence ekatma sarvabhuta antaratma the inner reality in all beings is only one there is this one reality which is called ekam eva advitiyam brahma which means brahman is one only one and the one without is second and speaking on this statement of the vedas bhagwan in one of the discourses said it was enough if our sages and seers had said ekam brahma brahman is one but they added the word eva only to emphasize that there is only one reality and swami also said our sages added one more adjective advitiya which means one without a second in order to remove any ambiguities that we may have regarding the nature of brahman and uh, i would like to share another interesting anecdote regarding moksha purushartha as we all know bhagwan had installed a radio sai set in his residence once a program on spiritual question and answers was going on radio sai and one of the questions that was asked was can nastikas get liberation nastika as we all know is an atheist who doesn't believe in god bhagwan's servitor asked this question to bhagwan swami what is your answer to this question and bhagwan the one and the only one who can grant us liberation immediately said whoever gets rid of dehabhimana attachment to this body mind ego complex he will be certainly liberated and this exactly is what is meant by moksha or mohakshaya
ஐ வில் கன்க்ளூட் வித் தி சாந்தி மந்திரம் ஓம் பூர் நமத பூர் நமிதம் பூர் நாத் பூர் நமுதட்சியத்தே பூர் நசிய பூர்ணமாதாய பூர்ணமேவாவசிஷ்யத்தே ஓம் சாந்தி 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 ஐ எம் கிரேட்ஃபுல் டு பகவான் ஃபார் திஸ் ஆப்பர்ச்சுனிட்டி ஆஃப் ஷேரிங் ஹிஸ் டீச்சிங்ஸ் வித் யூ ஆல் ஐ எம் தேங்க்ஃபுல் டு டீம் ரேடியோ சாய் I thank you all very much Jai Sairam